Alright, here we go. Here we go. Now I'm a champ. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Is it on? We're going. Oh. Let's do it. Guess I better lean forward. You're listening to Yes Mom, We Are Still Active. Podcast where three brothers talk about laughing down the covenant path. Let's talk about laughing, guys. Let's talk about all that laughing. Let's talk yeah, about laughing. Speaking of which, why don't you work your sound effects into our podcast more? Yeah, that's uh, a good point. There you got no buttons. crickets. Oh, hold on, hit it. Oh, Robert, well, see, that's why I don't do it because I suck at it. Oh, there oh, it is. There we go. You could run that out pretty much after everything Aaron says. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much golden. <laughs> Aaron's like, ah, that's a handy tool. I'd take it home and use it to practice my own jokes with the with the rib shot. So have you guys gone to the open house yet in Saratoga Springs to the uh, temple? I pretty much did, yeah. I haven't. I mean, what I count is I came out here and I got stuck in the temple traffic along yeah. Redwood Road. And it took so long to get out here yeah. that I pretty much counted that like uh, as I drove by the temple. It's, don't come. That's yeah. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get tickets. It was it's sold so out. annoying. Near my neighborhood, please don't come to the temple. We don't yeah. want you here. It's one of the growing pains and of popularity well, here in Utah. I'm sure when it opens up officially, that traffic will thin right out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Everyone's like, I don't need to go serve in there. I saw it when I walked through with yeah. the booties on my shoes. What do you mean? I got to have a current recommend to get in now? I'll recommend this. <laughs> exactly. I recommend you keep going and yeah. get the. Uh, they probably get more people at uh, Fat Cats than they do at the temple. I heard I something you, interesting I think that there are uh, a lot of there's fat cats at the temple. There, <laughs> the, <laughs> there is uh, a proof of concept going on with uh, paperless temple recommends. It's about time. Is it just a barcode on your skin? Because that's a mark of the beast. I don't know. I don't know if it's on your phone or whatever. The stake president didn't go into too much detail. Paperless. It just makes sense. Like, but it's scan. It feels so. And then they're like, it here's, does. "Here's a piece of plastic to put on that piece of paper." It, think of how much money Deseret Book is going to lose not being able to sell Temple Recommend covers. Oh, think no. about think about the company that has winked the church. No, trust us. This, you're going to need this. It's basically like a grocery scanner that's like mounted. Well, it's all pretty much electronic, anyways, except for the actual recommend. You know, you go in, you have your interview, your first interview at the bishopric, then you go in and have a second interview. You know, at the stake level, which they activated why, online. Why do we have to do it? Why do we do two? Why? Why can't it be sufficient? Oh at a bishop, no, bishop it's definitely level? needed to for checks and balances. Law witnesses, law why? witnesses, checks. Because I've seen situations where somebody will come in, and the bishop has a. I mean, the bishop has a close relationship with many people in that ward. Yeah, and sometimes that bishop, because of the relationship, can't like tell them discern. No, he could discern, but like for instance. It would really hurt that relationship if, like, your next door neighbor of ten years comes in and the bishop's like, yeah, "I don't feel like they're worthy," and they're like, "Come on, I need it for my daughter's wedding," and you're like, uh, "So you're kicking it down the, the you do. street but to you the know, stake president." The nice part is I've I've never done this, but when I was a bishop, the other bishops in the stake, I've heard of situations where they'll actually sign off on the temple recommend and call the stake president and say, "Don't give him a temple recommend." Oh my oh, goodness. Man. Because they, they, you know, for whatever that's reason, that relationship. That's spiritual espionage. <laughs> well, no, it's, I mean, it's like I thank said, it's checks and balances. Thank you for coming and enjoy the temple. Ring. <laughs> Do not sign his temple recommend. Don't let him We through. love you, brother. Ring. Hey, uh, no, he's not going. <laughs> you got, they have code for it, you know, like you have a flaming arrow coming your way. Yeah, yeah. there's a letter bomb. There's, yeah, you know, that's, that's when you're a leader in the church, there's so much being 
a spotlight put on you to be perfect. Right. You know, and we're not perfect. In fact, we're Latter-day Saints. We're we're people. What? And we are what? the Church of, of oh, Jesus Christ honor of Latter-day Saints. Honor the name. Did I not? You said Latter-day Saints. Yeah. That's close. I think That's you're allowed to say I, that. No, I'm saying we are... Actually, I'm saying mean literal Latter Day Saints. Well, you said it like it was part of the church name. So sorry, honor the I name. will honor the name. <laughs> honor the name. The Latter Day Saints. I'll tell you a funny story. So when I was working at the temple, I was at the front, and it was very embarrassing because, like, you know, a younger person, probably in their twenties, came up and said, "Oh, you know, I forgot my temple recommend, but don't worry, I've got my phone here. Look, you can see, you can pull up my temple recommend number and punch it in because sometimes if the barcode doesn't scan on your normal recommend." You take the recommend from them, and you just enter the numbers manually on the little screen, and it green right. lights them. Well, she goes here. She pulls open her LDS Tools app, goes to the temple section. Which it's ha- not called LDS Tools app. I yeah. think it is. Honor called. the I think, name, bro. I think it is, actually. It's, Look it's it up. It's just called Gosh, Tools. Gosh dang it. What's that called? It's, it's, not, it's called, called Tools. tools. Okay. Gospel Library Tools. The and tools. It, I got involved with it because I thought it, it is was called like tools. a compilation of the tool band and turns out it's got it's names not. and phone numbers. You downloaded it by mistake. <laughs> Anyways, they come up to me and it made perfect sense. She goes, here's my here's my tools app. As you can see, here's my under the temple. Here's my member recommend number. If you punch that in, you will see that that's me and it's it's an active recommend. And I'm like, well, yeah, that makes total sense. Let me just clear it with the senior uh, individual over here. And I said, what you're telling these old people at the desk, like, look at my phone. I at go, this picture. well, I just said I was new at the time, and I said, is it okay that I punch in this number? I mean, it makes sense that this is her phone. She unlocked it. It's it's her tools account. How would she log into someone else's tools account? And they were like, no, you can't do that. I'm like, yeah. why, why not? I'm like, why? Why what if do we it was even... just a screenshot from someone, something she got on the on the phone or on the internet? No, she opened the tools app in front of me. So unless she, I mean, I've, of course, me, I could think of ways to get around this. Like maybe you took <laughs> oh, well, someone else's airtight. church account. That's an error. And you logged on, you downloaded it, logged out of your account, logged onto their account, pulled I, it open, and wait, your name happened I to match you. the driver. I, mean, I thought it's you very said this way. I believe, Sounds like let it go. I believe the start of this story was, I got a funny story for you, and that was not a funny story. <laughs> okay, so the point that was, was the my point is, it's coming. Eventually, we'll be completely paperless. I hope, I mean, we're almost there. We're close to the finish line, but it would just be so nice. It would be nice to be paperless, and it would be nice to not have to burden the the bishoprics and the stakes for these temple recommend interviews. Luckily, we do it every two years. Instead of one, which it Instead used of, to be. It used to be every year. I remember that. That but, was annoying. But uh, could you imagine, though, being in the stake president or the bishopric? That, well, maybe not because there's probably not a lot of people that are. I mean, out of your ward, let's say you have a ward of 300. How many people? Half will be ha- active. Half of those will be temple recommend. Right. So maybe and then half of those will use it. So maybe an eighth. Eighth or, is it eighth is probably attending regularly, but yeah. it's Utah, so maybe I'm wrong. That's I think just the, the cooler. I think the cooler thing to talk about is you know there's a book at the front office, like where the Temple Recommend desk is, of people that you have to look out for that they can't come. We in already talked temple. about that. Yeah, did we? Great ghost. Come on, cut that out. Cut that out. Three, two, one, and action. <laughs> We're all like, and go. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. wait, you want Aaron to start up with another long story? No. Stop. Let's get to today's episode. Let's, let's get to today's let's, episode. Let's go so I want to talk about a big parent fail in the Book of Mormon. All right. So it's another story about our friend, Mr. Ammon Wick. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Bobby, Bobby Yaga. 
<laughs> the Baba Yaga. I think I'm back. The Lamanite Baba Yaga. Yes. He he uh, he was Nephite, by the way. He was a Lamanite. The Nephite Baba Yaga. You can, Aaron, cut that out in three, <laughs> two, one, and action. The Nephite Baba Oh, crap. The Lamanite. Which one was he? Nephite. Nephite. The Nephite. Yes. Yes. So, Nephite Baba Yaga. I want to talk about Lamoni's dad. Yes. This good guy. guy. Rolled, rolled the whole guy. kingdom, man. Yeah, he's yeah. the king of kings, right? Yeah. And well, that's Jesus Christ. Well, <laughs> literally, the king of all these kings. Nice <laughs> try, Tom. It's our savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I should have known that. Dang it. Respect the name. Honor the, maybe if you wanted the name more, you'd know. Wow, that's an epic honor the name fail right there. Jeez. He's the king of kings, the prince of peace. No, Tom, that's... Perhaps that's you've a, read Isaiah. He's a Lamanite. Well... He's a father. He's he has the regional boy. king. He's the regional king. Okay. He has this boy. And he started hearing news that this boy is hanging out with a troubling person. You yeah, can say, a you bad can crowd. A filthy knee fight. Yeah. And he put him in charge of a whole city, so he's got he's got a lot of weight on his shoulders yeah. that could go wrong if he starts, you know, going off track. Yeah. And here so here's some of the facts, right? His son, he sets up a party and he is expecting his son to be there. All no, of his no sons. show, yeah, no just show. Doesn't like just straight ghosted up him. ghosted him, ghosted him, holy ghosted him. <laughs> Let's keep it spiritual, guys. He holy ghosted him. A lot of his men are coming back handless. He they can't armless. Yeah, they can't offer a hand if they <laughs> if they even want to. They can't even shake. <laughs> and they're blaming this. Nephite Baba Yaga. Yeah. He the, went crazy, cut our arms he off. He cut off a bunch of arms. He's never even heard that before. Well, I need another witness. Where is uh, Akhtun? Like, oh, he threw a rock and hit him in the head. He's dead. He's yeah. in the field. Yeah. And he didn't kill him. He just cut their arms off, which seems pretty Here's another gangster. fact. Laman, or Amoni, what's it? Lamoni, Lamoni. The, the son. He was violent. He killed people for losing sheep. So where do you think he learned that? Yeah. From his dad. His dad was probably <clears throat> ruled with a fist kind of a guy. Definitely. All your parenting fails are going to come and bleed over to your grandkids. How do you yeah. feel about he's that? About, he's hearing about the Baba Yaga, and his son's not showing up. He's probably worried sick. Right. It, I would be. At the party, if you're having this huge party and your son just doesn't show, he doesn't text, he doesn't call, he just doesn't show up. No pigeons? Nothing. No. And didn't even send a turtle. And, and, and on top of the no-show and being holy ghosted, I'm going to trademark that. Holy Ghost. He got Holy Ghosted yeah. trademark. Good luck with that. HG. So he got Holy Ghosted, and he's hearing all these rumors about this Nephite that was chopping arms off and killing people that he's hanging out with him. Yeah. He's like, not only that, his granddaughter got offered to this yeah. Nephite, yeah. and right. he turned her down. Yeah, Can who is that guy that turned down my daughter? Like my granddaughter. His granddaughter. So yes. he's walking back to Lamoni's house to be like WT freak. Well, that was probably that was probably the he was going to he's going to kill. I'm him. going to get my yeah. chariot. I get my guy who's an honorable well, servant to load up my chariot. Did he know about Didn't he meet Ammon for the first time while he was walking back? No. no. So, he, hey, I'm telling the story. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So, he's like that's it. Let's go. We're we're going to see what is going on. So kings never guy. travel alone. Right. Like, he's not just going to be like, give me my satchel and my walking stick. No, he jumped on. I thought he was on like a chariot yeah. or something. In my mind, he's on a chariot. Well, I, I, in my mind, he's being carried. I don't know. Well, well, I know. I know that <laughs> we know slow. that Lamona and, and Ammon Wick are in the chariot, right? Because they're headed to go get 
instead of going Ammon Wicks right, brothers exactly. out of prison because he had heard yeah. we got a problem because one of the other sons or maybe kings had Aaron, locked him Aaron, up. Aaron was there. Aaron, well, Aaron, Aaron Ammon had heard that, take that Lamoni's father wanted to kill him. And so that's why they didn't go to the party. Right. Right. So instead, the Lord told Ammon to go free his brothers out of prison. Yeah, and he had enough weight with just Lamoni Jr. that it could probably happen. Right. So they, they ready the chariots, and they go to free these his brothers. Which chariots were Roman. I'm imagining they have like a an old cow pulling a big wooden... No. Like, this is like... Dude, this is like the second episode. Cree, like, cree, cree, cree. <laughs> he, uh... On the way to save the brothers, he runs into, or I should say, Lamona's father, as he's going to see what's going on with his son, coming down the road, who right. does he see? His son, and could you imagine, now put Filthy yourself in this Nephi. father, father role, you see your son, he's, hang, he's still mean, hanging out with these kids. I don't kids. mean filthy like racist, I mean the roads were super dusty, and by the time they caught up with him, they were probably filthy. Pretty nice, dirty. Nice way to dial that, run Thank that you. back. Thank you. Here's another thought, okay, today, when you go hiking... Or if you go on a long walk, okay. what's the first thing you do? Uh, pack my gear. Go to the bathroom. You turn. Well, okay. <laughs> After all that, you put in music. You put in headphones. Right. You Who have that, that distraction. You do sometimes. Yeah. So, but he's just walking on a street. He's walking on a dirt trail. So he probably has a lot of time with his thoughts. Wait, you think the king is walking? Well, what? How, however, he's going. There's no distractions. It's just him. He's probably spiraling a bit like what if something happened what if he's with the Nephite what if the Nephites converted him what if he's probably working himself up he's got a lot of in, they're he's called got, intrusive thoughts yeah he's got intrusive you. thoughts while nice he's walking nice call there brother yeah. we're, we're all about mental health on this okay. show if Tom was a therapist <laughs> this episode if Tom was a therapist <laughs> right so I'm just saying he's probably worked up and then it's all interrupted when he finds Lamona he sees him, him yeah. and he's like Oh, that's it. And he keeps calling him. He actually held his composure and started <clears throat> questioning his son at first, if you think about it. Because he's yeah, like, he didn't even what? acknowledge his existence. Like, what? Are, where were talking? you? Did you hear something? I didn't hear anything. He's like, that's really immature. He's like, well, why did you not come to my party? And what's up with you hanging out with this Nephite? He starts getting worked up, right? He's calling him son of a liar. He's the Nephite is yeah. the son of a liar. Yeah, he robbed our fathers and now his children son are also liar. Come against us that they may they're cunning and their lying's deceive us. And they again like, hey, that was a filthy Bobby Yaga. Well Lamona, if you're Lamona, you're probably like, Oh no, my dad is all powerful. Yeah. He's gonna open a can right now and I feel and sorry share for it him. over a campfire. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he was probably worried because on one hand he knew his dad was a very <sighs> Take a scene. He knew his dad was a very short-tempered man and probably resulted yeah, to violence. Yeah. And on the flip side, you know you've got, like, Ammon Wick, who isn't going to take any of that. Well, to show that Ammon, or that King Lamoni's dad was next-level boss, right? Lamoni was a pretty easy villain in the first Ammon Wick. <laughs> in the first episode. But the second, the villain is even more ruthless, right? Because he commands his son to kill Ammon. Right, he, he's like, I'm not going to do this. You're going to yeah, obey go me. Go handle your business and kill this guy in front of me. And you know, Lamoni's like, he kills a lot of people with rocks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't let him pull out his sling, Dad. He'll he, get you. He knows. He's like, I can't do it. He's way too powerful. He was smiling and putting the horses away after he killed all those men. <laughs> but we There's also something wrong with him. We also learned a good missionary moment because instead of just flaking out, the son goes to spiritual. He's like, uh, I can't slay him. That'd be innocent blood. So. Uh, 
uh, I'm not messing with that. And Lamoni's dad, he doesn't understand who he's dealing with here, right? No. He has no idea. Who Ammon Wick really is. Right. Well, I guess he does a little bit because all the guys that came back without any arms. Maybe. Yeah. So um, he's like, all right, that's it. And he grabs a sword and pulls it out. Enough talk. It, huge mistake, right? Yeah, yeah, because he drew first. He drew first blood. <laughs> Where did that movie quote come I from? Don't know. That's from Star I don't Wars. Know. That's from uh, Greedo, who drew first. Greedo drew first, right? <laughs> Greedo drew first blood, not Han Solo. Yeah. So he yeah, drew, he drew first blood, not me. He drew first. Blood. He he made the mistake, and he drew on Ammon. Should have done that. Oh no. So what happens next? So Ammon doesn't play that game. He doesn't even care if it's like, hey, I Ammon, don't care if it is Ammon your dad. Don't play that. Could you imagine if like dad went over like to one of our best friends' house and he's like, get home right now, son? And the best friend's like, he doesn't have to listen to you. And you're like, your dad goes to smack him and he like jumps up and like sucker punches your dad. Like that would be embarrassing. That's be so humiliating. I'm like, what just happened? Like, you're like your dad's a punk. <laughs> That'd be so embarrassing. Well, like, like, you'd never live that down. Your friend would forever be like, hey, let me know if you need me to come over and kick your dad's butt again. <laughs> I mean, so, but that's what happened, right? The, the dad draws his sword and, like, like nothing, man. Ammon has got Ammon, his sword out. Ammon takes the sword out so fast and blocks it. And not only that, he cuts autopilot his arm, right? Go, move. Goes to the autopilot. He, he cuts move, his right? arm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't cut it off, but no. he, he cuts it. He holds himself back. He was warming but up. Let's be clear what it is. It says he am, withstood his blow, so they were fighting. Right. He was fight. It wasn't like a sneak attack or ching, a ching, punch. Ching. Yeah. And then Ammon smote his arm. Like, that's his signature calling But it card. says that he couldn't use it. Yeah, he How many tendons it. do you think he's like, yeah. oh, my arm's lit? Yeah, it you was know? probably cut like everything. Like, you could just see, like, the bone. <laughs> he's like... He's like a surgeon, man. He's like, he's like, my hand doesn't work. Another arm mutilation done by yeah. Ammon Wick. And you, you tell me that that guy didn't have a little like foreshadowing of, I mean, of what's happening here. I'm sorry, now going back to his past before he was converted, he didn't wield that sword a few times in defense of do you think tearing it, down the church. Do you think it would be humiliating, right, for this like? In 21, it says, Now when the king saw that Ammon could slay him, he began to plead with Ammon that he would spare his life. How humiliating would that be to do that in front of your son? Yeah, Lamoni. Lamoni was just like, Don't kill me, yeah! <laughs> And his son's going, like, Dad, Dad, Dad get up, man. Get up. He's my arm. I can't feel my arm. Yeah! And Lamoni's like, I'm adopted. <laughs> I was like, I told him how strong you were, Dad. Now come on. I told you he was the Baba Yaga and to leave me alone. <laughs> Come to my village telling me what to do anymore. It's like ugly crying. <laughs> and he's like, all right, Dad, jeez. I'll give you anything you want. Half of my kingdom, all of my gold. You can have my son. Like, oh, he's like, I already got your son. Like, that's what he offers him, right? He does up to half of his up kingdom. Up to half of his kingdom for his life. Now, that's not the time to go cheap. You know, I don't... I don't... <laughs> oh, yeah. um, 50%. How about half? He's like, please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. I'll give you... Carry the one I could have... Half. Like, half my kingdom. Well, he's probably like, you took one of my arms, so you only get half of my kingdom. <laughs> I'm going to need the other half to fix this arm here. I've got some problems with it. How am I going to slap my son? This is my slapping hand. <laughs> I think that's a phrase that must have been used back then, the half of my kingdom. I think that's just another way of saying everything because... Because half is no, everything. Half is 100%. Who would disagree. really offer 50%? Like, that's just a weird it's number. It's a weird round like, number. But are you I don't in or agree out? that it was for everything because later, 
when Aaron goes and teaches King Lamoni's son, no, he offers t- all of it. He says, give me the whatever I need to do to get the gospel. I'll give you everything. So he knew the difference between half and all because he was willing to give that up for different... His life was only worth half, but the gospel was worth it all. Now, I want to roll over to... <clears throat> quickly, let's look at... Uh, and I'll take your chair. Ammon's brothers. Okay. The guys in prison? Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we go They there, got a bad deal. Like, like, he sat there and he says... Ammon goes, okay, I don't want anything from you. Just be nice to your son and let him be his own man and get my brothers out of jail. Be a man. Because that's how that well, There was a little bit more, right? It seems like he, he kept adding a little bit more and a little bit more onto it. It's like, and then uh, I want you to, and I want you to, and he saw that he had him and then he's. Yeah. I love how inspiration comes about in this story because some people think, you know what? I prayed. I got a confirmation they're going to get out of prison. I'm sure it'll all work out. No way. Ammon's like, I'm going over there. And on the way, he had a huge sword fight. And because of that, and he won, great job on his skills, he was able to leverage that new relationship slash mm-hmm. threatening the king yeah. to get his brethren out of prison. Like, that's the Lord working through some very cool paths to care for his missionaries. You bring up a good point. And I wonder if that the Lord knew that Lamoni Jr. might have struggled releasing like that other king might be like, I'm not getting rid of Nephites. Why? Because that Nephite and Ammon would have had to cut his arms off. So yeah. <laughs> he was probably like, okay, enough with the arm. Heavenly Father was probably like, all right, Ammon, stop cutting people's arms off. I'm going to introduce you to Lamoni. Be nice. I wonder yeah. what Ammon's plan was because he probably hadn't planned on meeting Lamoni's father. So he's probably on his way to that prison. I wonder what he would have done. He's probably going to pull a Nephi. Like, I don't know what's going to happen, but when it's done... Someone's going to be missing a head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know get, what's going to happen, my, but someone's going to have to get cut off. That's what we'll happened my brothers out one way or another. They're right. coming out. Right. So, but let's talk about Ammon's father again. For Lamoni's some, father. Sorry, Lamoni's father, you're right. Honor the name. <laughs> Honor the father's name. <laughs> <laughs> the king of kings. <clears throat> so, what kind of person can take a beating like that and be able to humbly turn that anger into love and 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 basically do what Ammon said with a broken heart and a contrite spirit. Yeah. I don't I mean, think it's as hard as you think because, I mean, if you look at how fast this entire Lamanite nation started converting over once they heard the truth, they had some bad traditions that they'd passed down, maybe some anger management issues. But to embrace the gospel <laughs> that fast and have everybody start. I mean, you've seen it where you teach people as a missionary and all of a sudden you see them like when they hear the gospel, they jump on board and they don't hoe and hum about it. Like I've met people who are just like they go all in when they hear it and they believe it. So I think deep down this Lamanite nation had a lot of great people because from them we get the anti-Nephi Lehi's, right? Yeah. And they ended up burying their weapons. and These are the same people. So – yeah, they had some bad traditions, but I think deep down they had very believing hearts. That's well, my think, theory. I think you also see what's commonly referred to as righteous indignation. It's not just blood and battles, right? Lamoni was wrong. He was asking someone to do... King Lamoni's father was wrong. He was asking his son to do something grossly evil. And Ammon stood up and called him on it and said, That's wrong and you need to repent. And so it was probably done with a very the same spirit that Nephi had when he told his brothers to repent and shocked him. Yeah, but most people, when they get told to repent, <clears throat> they take the opposite approach and they become more hard-hearted. Nephites do, but yeah. not Lamanites. They're believers. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, look look at Lamoni. When he... 
got when Ammon Wick came back into town after tending his sheep, and he was like, "Oh no, I'm in trouble for all the people that I've killed." Like he started feeling guilty instantly. Then he, he fainted. fainted. Then he fainted. he fainted. Well, that yeah, was before he fainted. learned the lesson. But I mean, no! he knew in his heart. <laughs> he knew right away. Like I've been doing the wrong. He knew when he was killing those servants, it was probably an anger management issue. And he was feeling bad for it afterwards to the point where it was haunting him to where when this guy shows up, he's like, oh, this guy, he's come to get me. He's come yeah, to get me for come, what I've done. He's the pale horse, the so, horseman of the apocalypse. <clears throat> the ability to he repent knows. that fast, th- that's a good takeaway from the story. Lamoni's father, very aggressive, choosing the wrong, gets corrected and repents and immediately changes his heart right there and there on think, the scene. I think it's also interesting that... If Lamoni would have tried to convince his father, it probably would have been different because it's like, you're my son. How dare you talk back to me? Right. He had to lose an arm, right? He, <laughs> he, to have a third party call him on it and not want riches, not do it for his money or anything, just be like, you need to repent because you're a bad person. I think you're going to see a lot of people who have maybe left the church when they are corrected during the, you know, end of days or the, sorry, let's just cut all that part out. <laughs> hey, I'll bring up point verse 20, or my point is in verse 26. One great thing that helped convert him other than whatever the rules of warfare is, is it says, and when he also saw the great love he had for his son, Lamona, speaking of Ammon, obviously that relationship, the father could actually see, how much he loved his son, willing to like, hey, you just need to leave your son alone. Let him rule his own kingdom. That's my desire for your family is to give your son freedom. That probably touched the dad. Like, oh, this guy, this guy loves my son. He's not out for right. his own. T- I was, he's probably thinking I was totally wrong about this. I judged him. <clears throat> that's a, and that could be another thing about judging people before you really know the, all the facts, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, that's a great point. And so, let me just say this. We can cut all this out. <laughs> we can edit all of this out. Speaking, of, three, two, speaking, one. <laughs> speaking yeah. of great facts, Aaron, yes. we, let's, uh, well, I was going to say, let's not talk to Pat because he's not full of great facts yeah. to this episode. I'd love to I'll bow out. <laughs> it's all a right. great story. I guess my, my final question is before we end it. There were four movies in the John Wick series. And we've really? we've talked about two. Were there? I just saw a trailer and I read a headline. <laughs> the were there York. four movies? I was reading oh, the end Interesting. Sign. They had a, there was a mention. Of the <laughs> you, the, you were in the enzyme. Well, we, we don't publish it anymore. We don't have the enzyme. It's called the en- Leahona, and Leahona means Baba. You know why? They, you know why they changed the name? Because too many members couldn't say the word enzyme. They kept calling it enzyme. So they're like, you know what? We'll just call like it Leahona. Star Trek the enzyme. Anyway, is there going to be a John Wick three or a John Wick four? I don't know. Is there any more Ammon stories in the we'll Book have of Mormon? To dig them up. There dig were more up. people named Ammon. Why? Uh, well, we can get into Ammon's brothers in, I guess, a later episode. But why were they so weak? Why did they not cut off arms? They just like went to. You prison. know, what? I can tell yeah. you, there's going to be more because if you think about it, all those Lamanites that converted, they went on to have stories, and they were technically called the people of Ammon. Oh, oh boy! Well, we'll get to that uh, in another episode. Ammon Wick Three coming soon to a podcast near you. Subscribe, leave reviews, tell your friends. Okay. I'll do it. That was such a funny episode. (laughs)